Kimberly Lewis. She's the CEO of Kimberly J Enterprise, under which she has founded One Week, Two Strong Ministries and Holy Kiss Cosmetics. She's a minister. She's a mentor. She's a change agent. She's a certified life coach. She's an empowerment speaker. Not only that, her professional experience extends to leading change within the Fortune 100 companies. However, she's earned a bachelor's degree in chemical engineering. And then she went on to obtain her life coach certification from the Life Coast Institute. We know that we are living in a time when we need hope by the minute, <laughs> by the hour, by the day, by the month, by the year. We're standing on Revelations 12 and 11. This is what that scripture ministered to me. Thank you so much again. And how are you doing today, Kim? I'm doing awesome, woman of God. Thank you so much for having me on. It's truly a blessing. I'm excited, I'm excited. In short, I became the woman through my story. Um, sometimes you have to look back on everything that you've been through and you can't really understand why you're in the madness that you're in, why you're going through the turmoil and the pain. But when you look back over your life and you look back over the things that you had to walk through and endure, like old people used to say, by and by, you'll understand by and by. And so the woman that I am today, I would not be had I not gone through so many different things that I went through. Um, my story, my story is one that um, is quite unbelievable to me. And it, it, like I tell everybody, if you don't believe in God, if you have an opportunity to meet me and walk a day or walk a day in my shoes, you'll have, you have no other choice but to believe that God is real. Um, just even from my mother's womb, my mom threatened to miscarry twice. The doctor told her two different times, your baby's gone. You know, um, the first time your baby's gone, she filled the tub with blood. I was still there. She's like, no, she's not. No, no, he's not. Cause I was supposed to be a little boy. Then mm. She went back and it was like, yeah, your baby's gone. And then after they found out that I was still there, um, he was like, well, she's probably not going to be okay. You know, he's probably not going to be okay. Then I came out a girl. Shortly after that, three months, I think I was three to four months old. One of my cousins was playing with me and actually, actually dropped me. I fell behind the couch, ended up with a concussion in the hospital. Three month old baby, right? Made it through that. About eight years old, I was hit by a car, knocked into a telephone pole when I was crossing the street, speeding car in the neighborhood, knocked into a telephone pole. Was able to walk away from that hospital, went to the hospital, walked away with no no broken bones, just some bruises and some scratches. Um, and then so many things, that's just childhood. That gets you to eight years old to see that the assignment against what God had for me from the devil, his assignment was to destroy me even before I was in my mother's womb and I'm still here. Um, growing up, I went through my own journey of dealing with self-esteem issues, dealing with self-worth issues, finding myself in so many different situations, overcoming um, just so many different you know, issues and abuse and things in childhood that my parents knew nothing about. Um, just trying to hide things through life so that I could just kind of go forward. And when you hide things, when you bury things and you don't necessarily deal with things, right it really it really impacts you um it impacts you in such a way that you lose your identity and you never come into fully knowing who you are and who you're capable of being um and so what then happens is people can play and prey on your weaknesses you know they look for those areas they can sense you know um, like who's bleeding right a, a a wild animal you can sense bloody prey same situation right it's the same situation so i found myself in situation after situation very not understanding what god called me to do and he called me to be uh, so in 2001, I actually tried to take my own life. I took a bottle of pain pills, ended up in the hospital. Uh, they pumped my stomach and um, I woke up, you know, shortly after, shortly before 9-11, able to witness 9-11 from being hospitalized to then seeing so many other people that wanted to live, right? Not live. And then me overcoming something like that. 
and being the daughter of a pastor and knowing the word of God, but finding myself 19 years old, you know, in college in the hospital, you know, had graduated valedictorian and according to the paperwork from what my classmates would see, you know, they thought I had it all to realizing the level of dysfunction through childhood and through so many different things that I just couldn't understand my own identity. I just didn't want to live. And so why they're comparing themselves to the fact that I had you know, scholarship offers and chose to go to what school I wanted to go to, not because my family being able to send me, but because I made the decision that because we did not have the money, I'd work hard to get there. But um, just through all that, just not seeing, sometimes you can be your biggest enemy because if you don't understand who you are, who you are, you'll get in your own way, you know, and you'll find yourself in situation after situation. And I, the person to go back to your question, sis, where you said, you know, were you this woman or did you become this woman? I became this woman because I finally realized I was my own problem. I realized that I was standing in my own way. You know, if you're in a dysfunctional relationship, if you have dysfunctional friendships, if you find yourself just constantly going through something, it's not always everybody. Sometimes you have to evaluate yourself and realize why do I choose to be in certain types of relationships? Why do I select certain types of friends? Why do I enter in certain types of situations? Because something on the inside of me is broken that I have to fix and that I have to understand my own worth. Self-worth is everything. And until you can understand who you are and who you get to the point of reaching your destiny and fulfilling the purpose that God placed on the inside of you, so I wanted to start, I have a couple of points. Um, the first point that I have is don't compare yourself to anyone else. That's my first point for those taking notes, those who have anything to write with. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. Um, a lot of times, especially with social media and everything that as it is now, everyone finds themselves comparing themselves to, you know, images and to people, you know, and to statuses and all these things that um, all it'll do is drive you crazy put you in a place of deep depression because you're trying to look like the next, you know, thing you're trying to fend, you know, you're trying to fit in or you're trying to compare yourself to your friends. Everybody's trying to outdo everyone. And I learned this, I, I could not truly understand and embrace who I was until I just understood who I was and oh, I was okay with me. I'm okay with my size. I'm okay with my appearance. I'm okay with my abilities, my skills, my strengths, my weaknesses. And so now, now that I can truly understand and embrace who I am, my responsibility is to simply become a better me. My responsibility is to work harder at improving who Kim is. My responsibility is to make sure that, that I'm doing what God is telling me to do. And I'm not focused on somebody else's journey, somebody else's path. I'm never going to beat somebody else at being them ever. Um, the next point that I had that I wanted to share was don't limit your future, your future based on a past situation. Don't limit your solution. So many times we get hung up on failures. And, and even when people say, girl, I let that relationship go. I let that situation go. It could be a job. Some, I just feel some people who, you know, you haven't completed college. You don't have a degree. You think that you're not qualified because you don't have certain credentials. The devil is a liar because what's right. on the inside of you is bigger than a paper. I'm not saying don't pursue certain things, but if your life took a different toll and you don't have certain things that you thought you needed to achieve what God placed on the inside of you, if you're still alive and you're still breathing, God still has a plan for you. So look at alternative routes. There's so many different ways to get to a destination. There's so many different ways to get to where God called us to be and who he called us to do. It does not have to happen one way. There's not one route. My way is not your way. Your way is not my way. But you got to trust in God and you got to know that God, he has a plan for you. He had a plan before he formed you in your mother's womb. Jeremiah 29 and 11 tells us that that plan is not to harm you, but to give you a hope in the future with an expected end. That is the plan that God has for you. So you got to focus, you got to press, and you got to know that there's greater in store for you, but you got to make up in your mind, right? You got to make up in your mind that you're not going to let your past mistakes, you're not going to let past failures, you're not going to let past situations, things that didn't work, you're not going to let those things defeat you. Everything you went through, 
every experience that you went through, which takes me to my next point. Everything that you went through was for the good, for the good. I'm hearing the scripture, Romans 8, 28, all of it had to work for your good. Personal, leverage your personal experiences. That's my next point. Leverage your personal experiences. What do I mean by that? The things that you went through personally. I know a lot of times they say you don't have to do, you know, uh, you don't have to learn by by going through it yourself. Just look at my experience. Look at what I went through and listen. Parents will tell you that all the time. Look, I'm telling you not to do X, Y, and Z. I'm right. telling you that stove is hot. Don't touch the stove. But a lot of times you got to touch the stove just to see how hot it is. So now that you've had to touch the stove to see how hot it is, I want you to leverage those experiences. The same thing that the enemy came at you with to take you out and the same things that he thought would, would hold you back. Now leverage those things for your good. Know that you're not going to go down those paths path again, but now say, what's the flip side of that? Had I not done mm -hmm. sometimes we get hung up on what we didn't do right. But I think about a technique I learned in seminary called solution-based brief therapy. It focuses on uh, the solution, right? Everything is solution-driven, solution-based, and it's a brief therapy, meaning the first session that we have, we're talking about the grief, we're talking about the hurt, we're talking about that thing that you went through, that trauma. We let you get it out, right? Tell me what it is. You've been molested, you were raped, you were abused, you were lied on, you were cheated on, whatever your issue is, let's get it out. What I want to say is, if that didn't occur in your life, what is, what is it that you'd do? What is it that you would be doing if that thing had not occurred in your life? Had it not occurred in your life, right? Had that not occurred in your life, where would you be today? And when I ask right. that question to some mentees that I have, They'll turn around and they'll tell me, they'll say, had it not happened, Kim, I would have finished school, been abused. Had I not had this child, had I not done this or that, I would have had this business or I would have moved to this location or I would have done this. I would have started my own business. So many different things. So now what we want to do is focus on if it did not happen, what you would do. And from that point on, the rest of the therapy is us talking about what it is that you need to do, that you need to accomplish, that you need to persevere and, and live out. Because now you have to make up in your mind that you're forgetting those things which are behind and you're going to make up in your mind the press. So now you got to move forward. You got to move forward. You got to let go of the thing that happened, right? It doesn't right. mean that you have to forget, um, you know, what you've been through. But in order to go forward, you have to let it go. You may remember it, but you have to let it go. You can't continue to hold on and, and replay it. But you've got to realize that there is more in store. There's more in store for your future. God has greater ahead of you. And you got to make up in your mind that I'm going to put a plan for my life together. It didn't happen. Though the, though the pain didn't happen. Though the trauma didn't happen. And that brings me to, to my next point that I want to, uh, to share. Free yourself from offense. Sis, so many people are walking around right now right, or paralyzed, not going, doors not opening, not persevering, not pressing, not trying to, to carry out what it is that God has for them. Why? Why are they not doing it? Because they're walking in a fence. Somebody said something, somebody did something, something happened that they were just not pleased with. And so now they're walking around offended and the yeah. is killing them, killing them on the inside because now what it's doing is it's causing you to not trust people. It's causing you to not build and form new relationships. It's causing right. you to not go to new places where God is sending you and opening doors mm -hmm. and opening for you, right? So you mm -hmm. have to free yourself from that. Yes, it hurt, it happened. You walked through it, you went through it, but guess what? God has greater in store for your future. So as soon as you can let it go, as soon as you, somebody said, let go, as soon as you can let it go, then God can move in your life. Wow. And then the other thing I want to share is no one is perfect. You come right now, we're in a society where eh, there's so many critics. People are criticizing left and right. Um, you know, everything is judged on social media, criticized. But these same people who are judging can't even walk a day in your shoes. You have to realize 
that nobody is perfect. You got to realize that nobody is perfect. So you got to make up in your mind that you're going to be the best you, that you're going to do what it is that you have to do. I, I wrestled with this for so long with the spirit of, of perfection. I felt like everything had to be done perfect or I'd be paralyzed and not do anything. If something would go on and I couldn't, you know, uh, just get things a certain way, I couldn't be, I would just go AWOL. I would just disappear right. all off the scene. You know, I'd be like, I'm, I'm messing up. You know, I'm failing and I would have all these things that I would wrestle with on the inside because I, I wrestled with that spirit of perfection. Perfect. Right. So uh, the, the desire to be perfect sometimes can hinder you um, and to cause you to abort destiny or cause you to miss out on opportunities and doors that God's opening because now you're walking and feeling inadequate and you feel like you're not good enough and the only way you're going to get better is to move forward so everything wow. and, and i had to learn that as an entrepreneur that everything's not going to be exactly the way i want it but i have to begin to move forward and i have to plow and the more i plow the better things will get and i'll learn and when i fall when i scrape my knee i'll be able to get back up and learn it right there if i go that way i gotta jump because there's a there's a there's a pothole you know so the only way you'll learn that sometimes is to fall so that you know that you don't have to go down that path again. So remember that nobody is perfect and continue to press. And here's what I want to share. No matter what, don't give up. Do not give up. You cannot give up. The scripture that I want to share with you guys, that I want to leave with you guys is Isaiah 41. I mean, I'm sorry, Isaiah 40 and 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. What does that mean? That means wait on God. God's time, sis, is not our time, not our way. God's plan is not our, our plan. His path is not our path. You can have it all mapped out. I, I project manage things, and so I have a plan in place, and I have dates, and I have owners, and I have resources, and I have all these things, and I'm expecting it to go a certain way, and God will come into my life and crumble that up and throw the paper away and go a whole different route. So you got to yeah. go with God go with God and to know that change does happen, know that yeah. things will occur, but you just got to make up in your mind that you're going to wait on God and you're not going to give up and throw in the towel because we know what the good book says. We know that in the end we win, right? So if we, right. Know we win, we know that all we have to do is endure. And in the midst of endurance and in the midst of enduring and going through the process, you got to hold on and you got to trust God because your faith is what's going to elevate you. elevate you. Your faith is what's going to take you to the next level. If you don't have the faith, you're going to remain where you are. Right. I have the faith that in the midst of this situation of what I'm going through right now, what I'm dealing with right now, I got the faith to know that even if it looks hard, even if it looks impossible, if I trust in God, if I yeah. him, if I hold on to his unchanging hand, I know that he's going to deliver me from what it is that I'm having to endure, what it is that I'm going through. God is going to see me through because I'm his child and I'm fearfully and I'm wonderfully made. And I know no matter what comes up against me, tell i know that i'm above and not i know that god is positioning me and i'm going through a drought in this season because he's teaching me how to be a good steward and he's teaching me who is for me and who is against me and he is teaching me how to plow and he's teaching me how to press and he's teaching me how to overcome and he's teaching me how to war and he's teaching me how to trust him and he's teaching me how to hold on to him and how to believe in him because he's getting ready to make me the lender and not the borrower he's getting ready to reposition everything concerning my life so he has me in a season of learning the process because guess what? Those that, that are over the field, they didn't just become over the field overnight. Field, You got to understand how to work the field. You got to understand how to plow. You got to understand when it's harvest time. You got to understand when to plant, when to water. You got to know the whole mm. thing before you can own the field. So what best better way to learn
learn how to uh, own a field, but to, to tend that field and to actually till the soil and be responsible for each and every part. So right now you're going through, beloved, you're going through because God is yeah. teaching He's, he's causing you to labor and he's teaching you how to endure and he's taking you through every step of the process so you can appreciate the process so when you come out on the other side you sit back and you put people to work in your field right now you know to manage it now you know how to recognize a good steward you know how to recognize and reward a hard worker you know when to let somebody go you know when to cut somebody off you wouldn't have gotten all that experience and that knowledge had you not gone through the process yourself so god is taking you through so you could recognize what you need for what he's building in and through you so you yeah. gotta endure and you gotta wait on the Lord and you gotta trust in God. You gotta trust in God. Yes. Endure. And it's just, I'm telling you, the process isn't easy. You know, battling with depression in my life, battling with not feeling good enough. Um, and then and then also when you operate in a who's a trailblazer, who's someone God is calling apart to do a thing, right? Process. David understood his process. He was one of 12 sons. He was the youngest. He was Jesse's son and nobody wanted to consider him for the battle. He wasn't being considered because he was considered the weakling and the one who could only help uh, attend to, to, to the sheep. And he wasn't the one who could go up for battle because, you know, the battle was so big and, and Goliath was so big and everybody was so uh, afraid and nobody thought that they could beat this great giant. But he was the only one with great enough faith to believe in God, to believe in his God, that his God with him was more than any and everything against him. So guess what? You got giants in front of you that's laughing because they, they think you're too weak to beat them. Sideliners that's also laughing because they don't think you have the equipment to defeat the giant, but they're too afraid to tackle the giant themselves. So on every side, everybody is laughing, but God. So what I need you to do is understand that God is not laughing. God is laughing at everything that's laughing at you because he knows what's on the inside of you and what he put in you is greater than what's in the world. So while the giant is mocking, thinking that you can't defeat it and the sideliners are hating and thinking that God can't use you, God already equipped you with what seems to be a joke to everybody around you, but it's just enough to defeat the giant in your life. So I want that word to encourage you. Have just enough. You have what's in you. You don't need anybody else's armor. You don't need anybody else's tools. You need what God put on the inside of you to conquer the giant in front of you. And you don't have to worry about who's bickering and complaining and gossiping and laughing and talking around you, but you got to just be obedient and obey God and do exactly what he called you to do using what he placed on the inside of you. And it's going to be enough. It's you. It's not my thing. It's your thing. I'm just the tool that you decided to use in the earth to get it done. So I'm making myself available to be used by you. Now give me everything I need to get it done. Woo. Tell us about Holy Kiss. Holy Kiss. Holy Kiss is my heart. Holy Kiss is my story. Like you say, uh, Holy Kiss was given to me um, as a tool that I call lipstick evangelism. What it is, is I was wrestling, you know, with about a depression and God was like, I've already brought you through this. I've kissed you with life. You already know what this looks like. And I'm like, you kiss me with life. He's like, every day you wake up, you've been kissed by me with life. And I said, okay, God. And he said, so, so with that, how are you kissing back? You know, mm. what are you doing? What are you saying? Life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? So what are you speaking? You know, you, you, you will not, you, you shift your mind from being, um, you know, bound by depression and, and the same things, playing the same things from your past over and over when you speak differently. And so it began to make me think, I started thinking about lipstick and I'm like, wow, you know, just what you put on, you know, there's something about what you're saying. And I, and I, I don't know where I went, but I picked up a lipstick and the color was like called snake or something. And it just, it just sat with me and I'm like, hmm. So I was like, okay, if I had lipstick that reminded me of this kiss by God, right? And it reminded other women, it could serve as a modern day tool to evangelize and to help you think about who God called you to be what he calls you, 
And so, and there's so many other collections to come where we're going to have the opportunity to just really evangelize and help women understand who they are and who they are. And life and death is in the power of the tongue. I had somebody buy color before the blood and was like, girl, I was about to cut somebody off. Realize <laughs> I had the blood on my lips, you know, and so consciously rooted and planted in their minds that when they put it on, right, that they have to be mm -hmm. careful speaking what they say and that's yeah. the message that god gave me to plant and to women so that they see things differently they say things differently because of what's on their mind so that's holy kid are you currently right now accepting new clients for coaching life coaching where can they reach you on social media websites absolutely All that. so my website i'll give you a couple websites so my website is the kimberlyj.com so www.the K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y-J.com. And you go there, you can find everything it is you need to know about me. There's an opportunity to go on there and to book me um, for coaching sessions. Um, you can see that there's different topics that I cover. If you want to sign up for um, a goal session, blow up to go up session, you want to sign up to understand how to manage change in your life, there are those options. Um, when you click on it, there's a calendar that'll pop up. You can find a time to you know, request to book me and then I'll confirm the time. You'll also see, um, you can order some of my eBooks that we have out there, push through one of the eBooks that we have, One Week to Live, Too Strong to Die was my first book. You can get that available through eBook. And you'll also see the link to holykisscosmetics.com where you can actually go and get some lipstick. How do they connect with you on social media, Instagram, Facebook? Yes, so you can connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at Kimberly J for change. So Kimberly J for change. Amen. Thank you guys. Have a great night. Great night. Thank guys. you for tuning in. Bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Girlfriend Let's Talk, powered by My Story the Magazine. Stay connected with us directly through our website, www.mystorythemagazine.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram and Facebook at, at MyStoryTheMagazine. If you would like to share your story or like to speak with us, please send us an email through hello at MyStoryTheMagazine.com. And as always, thank you for having Girl Chat with us. Until next time, girl, go be great.